Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love to have it on the program, Brian Gordon. He is uh, one of my uh, personal favorites. He's a show favorite. Um, he brings so much to every single uh, segment uh, because, frankly, one of the most important and pressing topics of our time is long-term care. What are we going to do with mom and dad or even ourselves? Because uh, we can live in our own fantasy world that we're going to be young forever, where every day I'm reminded that's not true. Uh, and uh, what are we going to do about that? And who's going to be responsible and who's going to take care? So it's really second only to life insurance, uh, long-term care insurances, in terms of likelihood of needing. Uh, that says a lot. Yet a lot of people, the, the gap between the number of people with, uh, with life insurance and long-term care insurance is really substantial. And uh, so uh, to me, it's one of the most very important topics. And what I love about what Brian does is that he goes beyond just the cursory, uh, you know, uh, basics and the obvious into some of the areas that I think are really important and needs to be discussed. And so, Brian, always glad to have you on the program. Um, real quickly, a quick overview of your company as well as your website, and we'll get into our topic today, which is a great example of one of those unique perspectives of long-term care that we need to discuss. Oh, absolutely. So our company, uh, MAGA, MAGA Limited, has been in business since 1975. And our goal and our and our our priority for people is to help them figure out, you know, when they live a long life, how they're going to go ahead and pay for potential care they might need, and try to like have people, you know, plan ahead as opposed to react to this problem. So so we deal with financial advisors and, and financial professionals really from coast to coast and helping their clients get through the maze and and, and letting them understand the differences between the. You know, standalone long-term care policies, um, which is also referred to as traditional long-term care, and then also the differences between the hybrid, whether it's a life insurance with a, with a long-term care rider or it's an annuity with, with a long-term care rider. And, and that's our job is to make sure that people, you know, have good good choices and choices that make this good good you know good 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 sense for their families. Um, and long-term care is not for everyone. Um, but the long-term care planning side of it is. Long-term care insurance is not for everyone, but the planning side is for everybody to be thinking of on that. Yeah, I guarantee you Elon Musk does not have a long-term care policy. <laughs> or, or I'd be really surprised, right? When you're sitting on hundreds right. of billions, it's like, really? Why would you do that? You know, there is this idea where self-insurance makes sense, but it's really for a very small number of people, uh, Brian. Right, he may he does want to aggravate his children then at least, so they may not put him in a good place if he uh, if he aggravates them too much. So he might want to have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I think they're probably more likely, from what I can tell, suffer from neglect because he never stops working. Uh, but uh, yeah, you never know. But it's it's a very important concept and and very interesting one, and one that you know on top of that uh, that you're, we're going to focus on today that you brought to our attention is. Can long-term care insurance save you taxes? I don't think most people even think about that. Right, right. And, then, you know, it is something, it's a conversation we have with a lot of business owners. It's a conversation that we have with individuals. People ask us all the time this time of the year, you know, can I deduct any of my premium um, for my long-term care? And when it really comes down to it, what I, what I always tell people a lot of times is, you know, obviously it has to meet the, the deductions and, you know, meet within the seven, exceed the seven and a half percent of their adjusted gross income. Um, and, you know, there, there are, there are certain stars that have to align to, to, to be able to do that. 
Um, so we find that a lot of people are not able to itemize and deduct this on their taxes as individuals. Um, as our clients do get older, we do find some people, their health expenditures and their, their go up and their income's going down. So as my clients do get older, we do have a handful of people that are able to itemize this at, at, at tax time. And the real, the real advantage is, is when I look at it, when my client, when, when we get a little bit older and I'm creeping up towards that age 60 here as well, but you know, when my clients are ages, you know, they're, 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 they're over 60 years of age, they typically can get a better deduction than, than someone who's in, you know, you know, 59 or 60 or under. Um, so, so that is something that people need to look at. Um, we even see some, some CPAs are not even that familiar with the tax deductibility of long-term care insurance. We get questions from, from, from accountants, you know, at, at this time of the year as well to provide them with some, you know, with some backup from the carriers so they know exactly how to handle their long-term care policies from their clients. Yeah, I was going to ask, because there are certain, you know, Section 125, right? Certain, certain insurances itself can be uh, pre-taxed, but this is one you probably don't want to do. Right. It typically, when, it, when it's, it's an employer buying it for the employee, they, they can get a deduction for it. But right now, there is no 125 for long-term care insurance. Um, that is something that if, if, the, if the employee is paying it, it's going to come with after-tax dollars. Um, we, we've had some corporations, some businesses we work with, where they will, for some of their key employees, um, they will pay their, their long-term care premiums for them, and they might give them somewhat of a salary reduction for that. Um, but it, but a lot of cases we see that you know for, for from a business standpoint, a C corporation is is the is the one that gets the best deduction. Um, people can the, the companies can discriminate. They can buy it for the owner and their their partner or spouse, um, and not buy it for anybody else. Or they can buy it for upper management and 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 not buy it for anybody else either. Um, we tend to work with a lot of companies that try to do you know do it for. The, the, the higher ranking officials in the company, and they also try to bring it to, to, to everyone else as well. Um, but it always it doesn't always work that way with, with the companies that we yes, work with. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And by the way, you don't want, to, frankly, to pre-tax your benefits if you are buying this policy. If you're the you know if you're the beneficiary, reason why is that whatever you got to pay, whatever institution is taking care of you, uh, they're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay a tax on that along the way. And boy, you talk about uh, uh, volatility and, and uh, not knowing what's going to happen and that type of thing. Uh, needing long-term care is stressful enough without that additional element. Right. Well, the one good thing with long-term care, as opposed to like what you and I are used to with disability income, if I had my business pay my disability income um, for myself, and I went and I became disabled and started collecting on it. You are 100% correct. I'm going to end up paying taxes on, on that money. But if I, if I, if my company, let's say, paid my long-term care premiums, my dad's, you know, he works with me and my, my wife's and my brother-in-law's, the way that it works with long-term care is that we will not get taxed on those benefits. That is actually excluded, unlike, you know, un unusual, but it, but it's, but it's unlike the disability side of it where, where we would be stuck paying a tax on it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Talk to me about, uh, you know, you, you've mentioned now a few times here, tax qualified policies. Elaborate. What, what makes one uh, qualified? So ta tax qualified plans became available in January of, of 1997. And what tax qualified plans do is they have some, some basic criteria that are put into these policies 
mainly from the, the benefit trigger standpoint of the plans and how, how the benefits would be activated if, if our clients needed to use the policies. And the, the, the two ways that the tax qualified plans do it are, you know, if someone is cognitively impaired or if, if, if someone needs help with two of their six activities of daily living. And we've talked about those before. Those are things like bathing, feeding, dressing, toileting, um, trans and, and maintaining continence. So I may have missed one in there, but, but there are six activities that they would have to, you know, need, need assistance with. They have to assistance with two of those six. The other key component with a tax qualified plan is that the, the, the expectation of our problem or the illness or the, 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 the injury is expected to last at least 90 days or longer. That, that's kind of what the expectation is to make it a true long-term care plan. And the big question becomes a lot of times with a lot of people that they, they ask the question, well, we're buying, you know, the people are looking at these hybrid plans today and yeah. the hybrid plans with, with that people don't realize are that there are a handful of hybrid plans that will, will extract the premium for the life insurance side of it. And they will have a specific premium for the long-term care side of it. We do have businesses. We do have people paying check, you know, business checks, for the long-term care side of a, of a life and long-term care policy, and they go ahead and pay with their own dollars with with with, a, with their private check to pay for the life insurance side of it, and that that's a way that you can get around it with with hybrid policies. But it doesn't always work. Not not all hybrid policies are treated the same, and so you got to be very careful and make sure that that premium is you know there there is a separation from those two premiums for you. And so if it does not have it built into the policy, uh, can you manually do that, figure that out, or is that really dicey? You, you can't really, unless the company and the illustration breaks it out where you're paying, you know, $1 for life insurance and $2 for long-term care or whatever it comes out to be, unless on the illustration it, it specifically says that, then that policy probably cannot be done if it's one, one premium that they're presenting to the policyholder. We probably have, mm -hmm. I would say, three, four, three to three to five companies maybe that do that um, in the hybrid space, and uh, so just people just need to be super careful with that when 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 they're looking to, to to make that type of a payment that way. Talk a little bit about the uh, both the differences of the traditional and asset-based long-term care policies, as well as the different incentives. So the traditional policies are typically a little bit easier to kind of understand what that deduction might be. And I'll give you kind of an idea that if somebody does itemize their health expenses at income tax time, if, if someone, and I'll read, and I'll, and I'll give you the 2023 numbers because they've come out. They actually went up a little bit this year. Um, compared to last year, they stayed flat. But if someone is under the age 40 or under, they're, they're going to be able to deduct in 2023 $480. Um, more than 40, but not more than 50, it's going to be $890. 50 to 60, it's going to be $1,790. And this is where you get a little more deduction is when, when people are, are more than 60, but not over 70, um, they, they would be able to deduct up to 4,770. And then over 70, they, they can deduct almost $6,000 if they itemize a tax time for that. When it, when it comes to the hybrid side of the plans, the life and long-term care, we, we see quotes out there where the life insurance might be, you know, seven or $8,000 of the premium, and then the long-term care side of it might be, you know, eight or $9,000 of, of that premium. So it, it just depends on their situation if they're able to itemize. 
and, and I will be quite honest with you and quite frank with you that we see very, very few of our clients that are able to itemize at, at income tax time. Um, it's sort mm -hmm. of, you know, a little bit of a fallacy that, you know, it's, it's nice that you can do it if you're in that position, but I find that the way the premiums are today and that if a person does not have a, a fair, fair income um, or, or a good amount of assets, that, that long-term care could, could potentially be a struggle for some people to purchase for themselves. Mm -hmm. so, Very interesting. You know, they, they, yeah. Talk a little bit. It sounds like uh, there's no tax incentives. You know, if you're a solopreneur, of course, if you're a solopreneur, uh, you're not going to have a, a, a C, you know, you're, you're not going to have a, what do you call it, um, a C? C-Core? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're more than likely going to have a sole proprietorship or S-Corp of some sort, sort, sort. But, uh, you know, but even there, it sounds like there's some tax advantages. There can be. It, it, this, they're, they're a little bit, you just got to make sure you follow the, the written law on it and that it's done properly. And I know that with, you know, if someone is own, owner of an S-Corp, if they own more than 2%, which a lot everybody I talk to when, when we ask them if they're an S-Corp, they do, then they cannot, they cannot buy it for themselves. They, they, can, they can buy it, but they just pay with after-tax dollars. Those people are able to buy it for, 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 you know, for key employees and for staff if, if they feel they want to do that through an S-Corporation. But the owner, we find, has a tougher time doing that. And let's face it, uh -huh. if, if the owner can't take the deduction, they're not sometimes doing it for everybody else. Yeah, so as they call it a carve out, it's harder to do with with this type of insurance. And of course, they're trying yeah. to make carve outs harder in general. They being the government uh, on really all levels that have insurance uh, interests, which is pretty much all all levels of government, I think. But uh, this right. is really important, you know. And it's one of those conversations that you know, even talking to your uh, accountant can be helpful. But, you know, there's, this is a very esoteric area that, uh, to me, makes sense to talk to someone who really specializes in this, frankly, like yourself. Right. It makes, makes it easier. We, we, we try to stay on top of all the different changes and, and, who, and who may be able to deduct it. Um, we will, at the end of the day, if a client is, is persistent that they want to deduct it or they want to write it through their business, we will always engage their, their tax counsel just to make sure that we're all on the same page and we don't we, we, we don't give tax advice, obviously. So we want to have that person involved in this decision. And uh, it's, it, like I said, it just amazes me that, that there's a lot, of, a lot of accounts that just are not even familiar with this. Yeah. Brian, yeah, absolutely right. I mean, you know, I, I refer to Section 125. That's only one of thousands <laughs> of sections in the IRS code. Uh, you know, and that thing, is, I believe, is hundreds of thousands of pages long. And uh, no wonder why people are terrified of taxes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but, yeah, it's very important to talk to people who specialize in this area. Obviously, everything you would say, you would want them to check with their accountant. But uh, your account, uh, in most people's cases, they wouldn't, your accountant wouldn't even be able to find it or, or know what, we, what, what they're talking about. So this is so important. Brian Gordon, MegaLTC.com. Thanks so much, as always. Thanks for having me, Kevin. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.